Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, Jordan. You'll hear from this hour. Coach Willie Green gives a brief update on Zion Williamson, I am told. So we will uh, have that as Jordan just got the sound from Daniel. And we'll try to have that maybe even in this segment. At least what Willie had to say. It wasn't, it wasn't much. It's, I haven't ramped him up yet, but we'll hear exactly what he had to say about that. He did say that indeed Jackson Hayes and Trey Murphy will play in tonight's game with the Birmingham squadron, the team's G League team in Birmingham, and then the Pelicans will recall them tomorrow. Remember, we talked about that yesterday with Daniel Salerson, that it's not like, say, minor or major minor league baseball, you know, buy contracts and all this other stuff. Certain contracts where um do prevent you from doing a ton. Like if you have a two-way contract, it can only do so many games with the, the NBA team. But the way he explained it yesterday, they literally could do this for a while. What What is this? This is playing them tonight and then recalling them tomorrow where they will be on the bench in a Pelicans uniform when they take on the Nuggets. Well, what's the point of that, Gus? I kind of felt the same thing until I talked to Daniel about it yesterday, and it's just a roster thing. Like, I'm sitting here going, hey, play as many games as you possibly can to try to, you know, work on your game, regain your confidence. Like, does going one game and coming back really do anything? It doesn't. So I got to imagine this is more than just one game, right? I mean, because you're doing that if you're sending a message. If you're trying to regain the confidence of Trey Murphy, if you're trying to get Jackson Hayes to work on his game and get minutes, because Jackson Hayes is not getting minutes right now. Sending him for one game and bringing him back doesn't do you anything. What Daniel was saying is they got a couple of home games here. The arena's finally been completed and finished, and Birmingham's going to be playing at home for a little bit now. That it's such a short distance, they can quickly fly them to Birmingham. They can play tonight. They will be back tomorrow. And then if there's an injury or if they need them off the bench, they'll be available and ready to go. So not guaranteed tons of minutes tomorrow, guaranteed to probably start tonight, right? I mean, so that's why they're doing it. And that's one of the reasons the team wanted a team or, or wanted a city close to New Orleans so they could, you know, brief. I don't know the flight time. I can't imagine it's very long to Birmingham to be able to, you know, drop them off, get them some minutes in the game and then bring them back to New Orleans tomorrow morning or even after the game tonight. And that way they can be ready for the norm. So, Ed Coach Willie Green saying that that is the case for that. So, we've touched on that. Sorry, I had to sneeze there. And then also, we touched on the big news coming out of LSU that Frank Wilson has resigned as head coach of McNeese to become the associate head coach of the LSU Fighting Tigers. Very big recruiter in the area. Very, very big move, I think. And Marlon Favorite agrees as well. Eric Alexander of LSU Game Day is going to join us next segment. We'll talk about his thoughts on the Brian Kelly hire. We last talked with him last Tuesday. So we'll get his thoughts on that and and being able to, you know, get his thoughts on the fact that, hey, he has um, Frank Wilson back in the state. Well, still in the state, I was doing these, but back on campus in Baton Rouge. So we'll touch on that. Also, the other moves that the school announced or that uh, is going to be making, and they did. And that is Jacob Flint, who is the director of strength and conditioning, is coming. Played under Kelly, uh, played under Kelly in Central Michigan. Worked with him at Cincinnati and Notre Dame. Brian Polian is the special teams coordinator at Notre Dame now with the LSU Fighting Tigers. So those two go with Frank Wilson and also Xavier Gooden. He's an assistant football sports performance coach at USC and former Missouri linebacker. He's going with the Tigers. As far as the Saints, we're just listening to head coach Sean Payton touch on a couple of things as the team gets ready to get back to work tomorrow. We found out yesterday that Cam Jordan tested positive for COVID-19 and he is vaccinated. 
So he can play Sunday if, if he brings back two negative or, or shows two negative tests by Sunday. Then he can do it. And also, Coach Payton touching on briefly, and we played it a little bit ago about the fact that Deontay Harris has indeed been suspended three games. I know I, I'm with you, Saints fans. I, I know it had, you have to wait for the case and, and all that stuff, and it didn't happen and get settled until later after the season started. But that's just what it is now. So you're leading receivers out the, against the Jets, the Buccaneers, and the Dolphins. Saints haven't played since Thursday, and Sean was asked, did the team have any time to perhaps self-scout how they've been playing? Yeah, not as much any self-scout. I mean, we're, we're kind of doing that on a weekly basis. Um, and, look, you total it up on the bye week. But, you know, for, for us, it, it was a chance to get guys out of, out of the building, coaches out of the building, um, come back in and, uh, and get ready to go to work. All right. So that's what he had to say. Jordan just put in a couple of Willie Green bites. So let's just go to it. Thank you, Jordan, as always, sir. So here it is. Uh, did this week go as expected? If you remember last week, Thursday, it was supposed to be Zion practice day. Willie Green came out and said he was experiencing soreness on Wednesday, so they're not ramping him up, per se. There was maybe some hope that he could be ready for this week, that he was getting better and better, getting closer. Well, that's what happened. So, the latest on Zion. Somewhat, um, but, you know, still some things he's dealing with, and we, we still trying to work through it. So that's your update. Still some things he's dealing with, trying to work with. So, again, it hasn't been a week. You were hoping that in a week he wouldn't be experiencing soreness. If he's still experiencing soreness, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know if if you're still feeling sore by the end of the week. Now, remember last week, there were no plans for new scans to see what was going on. Okay? But that's what it is when it comes to that. Now, the two players being moved to the G League, Jackson Hayes and Trey Murphy. Yeah, just get them, get them a, a game that they can go up and play uh, or go over and play. But... That's all it is. Just getting them some game reps, getting them, and they'll be back here tomorrow. For, uh, for Zion and all three of us, wanting to see how this weekend went. Well, how did this weekend play out? Where is he kind of at? With, uh, we haven't progressed him yet. So he's still getting treatment. Um, still working with the medical team to, to to get back on the floor, but we just haven't progressed him at this point. All right. So that's also a little bit more on Zion there. And, uh, again, it's what we touched on yesterday as to why you're putting Jackson Hayes in treatment. They, they need to get some minutes, and they need to work on their game. I don't know what else to really say about it from that aspect of it. So, Willie was asked, obviously, the consistency thing. You're winning some games. You're losing some games. What, what has he seen from the wins and losses, though, recently? What, what do you take away from the up-and-down thing? Uh, one of the things that I look at is our assists, how much we're moving the ball, how much we're sharing the ball. You know, in our wins, we do a, a, a good job of just moving the ball, playing point five. Some of our losses, we get a little stagnant, and some of it comes down to just making shots. Uh, but I do see a lot of improvement, and that's the key. Just keep trying to build, keep growing, keep getting better. And I, as I said, we, we talked about it at the beginning of the week. And even towards the end of last week, remember I said I wasn't ready to say turning the page and all this and that. But I I do think you're seeing some better basketball. Look, 40 points from Brandon Ingram, that's a, that's a positive sign. I'm not expecting 40 a night from him. But, you know, when he came back from the hip injury, and he said it, that he probably thought he was going to be dealing with that the rest of the season. And, yes, since he had come back, Almost immediately, remember, there was, it was a game or two. He struggled again in that fourth quarter. I, I'm looking at the positives or trying to find them. And having him drop 40 in the last game is a positive. It, I'm, again, not expecting 40 a night. But if 
he's starting to feel more comfortable in this offense, in his role, doing all those different aspects of it. Again, remember when Zion didn't play until January in his rookie year, Brandon Ingram was an all-star. So I think it is a positive. Coach Green on if Brandon Ingram's game is improving. Well, just speaking about Brandon and not anybody else, his his self-awareness is pretty high. Um, You know, I'll drip in some reminders to him, but for the most part, he watches a ton of film. He gets in. He comes back at night with his guys and works out. He sees it before I even say anything, and I like to listen and learn. I I learned a lot just from talking to him, and his game is continuing to blossom. One of the things that impresses him, perhaps, from B.I.? You know, we had a talk, and from that day forward, he's, he's just been playing at a higher level, playing faster, more aware of what's going on around him. And really, there's times when he just takes over the game, which I love to see from him. Mm-hmm. I-, I wonder what that talk was. It was probably something along these lines. Hey, we kind of need you. Nobody else can score. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. You need to be an all-star for us, huh? Uh, you heard Willie talk about the assist as well. I, I would say another thing is what he touches on in here. Tempo. It, it is, it, it's, in, it's, it's important, right? Yeah, a big part of it is getting stops. Um, it's hard to play as fast as we want to when teams, when the ball is going through the net. So doing a great job of contesting shots, getting stops, rebounding, and then it allows us to play at the tempo that you're speaking of. For the most part, we're doing a, a better job, but I can see areas that we can continue to improve. All right, so that's fresh. Head coach Willie Green of your New Orleans Pelicans has practice just wrapped up in the last 30 minutes or so. Tomorrow they will take on the Nuggets. I got a pair, not not a pair, I got four Pelicans tickets I'll give away tomorrow. Um, we'll make sure that you get them before the game. So if you want to go tomorrow, I'll uh, make it easy for you, right? We'll give those away tomorrow. DraftKings Sportsbook. Don't forget it's coming soon to Louisiana. I promise. I promise. I promise. I promise. It was supposed to be over the Thanksgiving week and it got delayed. I, I don't know why it got delayed. And Raphael's trying to find a ballpark as to when it's going to happen. In the meantime, we can prepare. And by preparing, you have $100 waiting for you. What are you talking about? Well, Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, put in the code LaRose, and when you sign up, before they go live, $100 in free bets is waiting for you in your account. No deposit required. So say it went live tomorrow, you can put it all on the Pels, put it all on the Jets or the Saints, or split it however you, 100 bucks is in there. However you want to use it, what you want to wager, it's there, but it's there. All you got to do is put in the code LaRose, Download the app, DraftKings Sportsbook, and away you go. No deposit required, right? So give it a try. Give it a shot. More importantly, do it before it goes live. I'll try to get you a date as soon as I can. And when I get it, I'll give it to you. That's simple, right? In the meantime, download the app, use the code LaRose, and start off with 100 bucks. Who doesn't want that? Eric Alexander joins us next on the Sports Hangover on your home for Pelicans basketball, ESPN New Orleans. This Black and Gold Report is brought to you by Rogers Parts, your home for Napa Auto Parts. Locally owned, nationally known. Get your Napa know-how in Lockport, LaRose, Galliano, Morgan City, and Labanyville. New Orleans travels to New York on Sunday to face the Jets, who are coming off of a 33-18 loss at home to Philly. New York dropped to 3-9 and on the season. And after the game, linebacker C.J. Mosley said, kind of feels like teams look forward to playing the Jets. Wins and losses happen in this game, but um, at the end of the day, um, it's, it's all about respect. And right now, you know, teams are not respecting us. And, you know, that's well, that's well deserved, whether, you know, it's by uh, self-inflicted wounds or, you know, about uh, the history of the Jets. ESPN's Ryan Clark says if the Jets want respect, they have to earn it themselves. If a team is disrespecting you, if a team is speaking to you a certain way, your team should have the opportunity or your team should say, okay, you know what? This game gives me an opportunity to rectify all that. Mm. If somebody's disrespecting me, if you're laughing at me, if you think we quit, if you think we don't give effort, the film and the game gives me an opportunity to show you that you're full of crap. 
If you're going to disrespect my team, if you're going to disrespect my coach, the only way you can do that is if I allow you to. And the New York Jets are doing nothing to fix that. Kickoff Sunday is set for noon, and New Orleans is a six-point favorite. For more on the black and gold, keep it here on ESPN New Orleans. This black and gold report has been brought to you by Rogers Parts, your home for Napa Auto Parts. Locally owned, nationally known. Get your Napa know-how in Lockport, LaRose, Galliano, Morgan City, Labadeville. Napa know-how. Rogers Parts, your local distributor of high-quality Napa Auto Parts, marine and industrial supplies, has what you need to keep your vehicle rolling safely down the road. Whether it's repair or maintenance, Napa has the parts to help you make your vacation destination. Getting ready for that big fishing trip, they have quality marine parts to help keep your boat going. So stop by one of Rogers Parts 5 locations, Lockport, LaRose, Galliano, Morgan City, and Labadeville, and talk with one of their ASE parts specialists. Rogers Parts, they've got the Napa know-how. Let's hear it. Call us at 800-998-1003. Answer that phone. Or tweet us at ESPN Radio NOLA. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Eric Alexander looks like he's tied up a little bit here. We'll wait for him to... Give us a buzz. In the meantime, our question of the day. Below are the five games the Saints have at ESPN Radio Nola, so you can see them. How many do you think the Saints can or will win? Got the Jets. Got the Bucks on the road. Miami, Carolina at home at Atlanta. That's it. It's your five games. So what do you got? Carry on Twitter. Jets, Panthers, Falcons, all winnable. That's what I say. They're winnable. That's a good way to put it. They're winnable. Will they win them? I, that's just that I don't have the confidence to say they're, they, they're wins, right? So I like that. Winnable. Dolphins have actually been good lately. Think we wind up 8-9 and nine and out of the playoffs. Kerry Adams over on Twitter. Pete on Twitter. Two. Two of the next five. Dimitri on Twitter. Two. Uber Eric. Good to hear from you. One and a possible. So, so he's ready to say they win one and possibly another game. Dr. Drip. Two and three record. Wins against Panthers and Jets. Get the 15th, 16th pick in the draft. Draft an offensive lineman or an injury-prone defensive end prospect from a D2 school three, four years away from contributing super pumped. Dr. Dr. Drip is not. He's, he's, he's not having a good one right now. Two and three. That's just it. With that first-round pick next year, my goodness. Could you not? Make a list of at least five spots. <laughs> I mean, is there an overwhelming? I, dude, stop it, Gus. It's like absolutely has to be a receiver. I that's where I'm at. Like I, I absolutely i I don't want to hear best player available, best receiver available. Go get them. <laughs> I mean, this team desperately needs a eight hundred nine nine eight one double zero three. Waiting on Eric Alexander. See if he can get free and give us a buzz here. And. um we can talk a little Tiger football as well with them as one of the things that I've seen though in these responses, eh, you know, may, may not, um, may not, may not have that confidence here. Another one is zero from Will. He doesn't see any wins of the next five. That's probably not good either when you look at it. 800-998-1003. Dr. Drip also adds, good thing we have Cam Jordan, Malcolm Jenkins, Taysom Hill, Janoris Jenkins, Drew Brees, Emmanuel Sanders, and Jamarcus Russell 2.0, accounting for literally 29% of our entire cap this year. People wonder why we're not competing. We put the cart before the horse. Again, I talked about it a little bit earlier 208 million point two. The NFL announcing the cap back on Sunday. It's 182.5 for this year. So that's a good thing for the Saints thing. Go shopping. Eric Alexander at EA underscore LSU Tiger joins us, sir. How are you? I'm um, doing well, man. How are you guys doing today? Doing fine, man. How's uh, how's the new edition? 
Good, good. Yeah, I mean, it's, it'll be we'll be doing even better when she decides to sleep uh, <laughs> at night instead of during the day. <laughs> My friend across the street uh, just had a newborn about a month ago, and. Their oldest is around the same age as my son. They're, he turned five in March. My son turned five yesterday. So we kind of, re, you know, we're, we're we're potty trained. You know, we're kind of self-sufficient. I can say Carver get in the car. He knows how to buckle his seat. And yeah, he, we were talking about that yesterday. He was like, yeah, the sleeping. Starting and the, all over again. <laughs> yeah, starting the diapers, starting all over again. Eric, man, I, I was excited to have you on today for a, a number of reasons. A, to talk about the games over the weekend and what you thought as well. Bama's still Bama and all that stuff. But, Duke, we got to start with the news today. I had Marlon Favorite uh, call last hour to give his opinion as well. He was pumped and thrilled. He said a home run higher. Frank Wilson, associate head coach, leaving McNeese back on campus in Baton Rouge. How big is that? Well, Gus is huge, man. It's huge. I mean, you, you saw yesterday uh, Napier uh, hiring Jaluk. Uh, so, so they needed, they needed, uh, uh, somebody who could come and, and kind of put their reins on the recruiting, you know, in, in Louisiana. Um, and, and so, you know, we already know Frank's track record and what he did during his time here at LSU first go around. So I think it was a great hire. I mean, uh, I think, I think that Brian Kelly, he sees the importance of being able to, to keep the ones in state at home. And, uh, and so this is, this is his, uh, I guess his, his way of, 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 of trying to do that and, 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 right. and, and keep a lot of those recruits here in Louisiana. I was talking about it with Marlon here as well. And I want to get your opinion on it. The importance of not only, cause we hear recruiting. It's a word that we're, we're used to, we're accustomed to, but what really goes into that and, and, and why, is he considered so good at that and so important to have at that position? Like, what does it honestly entail, though, Eric? Well, I mean, a lot of it, it just boils down to, to trust, uh, really. I mean, you know, he'll, he'll be the one. Um, and trust in, in hard work, really, because, you know, they're the ones who are making the contact, sending the emails, sending the text messages. Uh, going around to the different high schools, you know, talking to parents, you know, meeting kids at, at in, in their living rooms. Um, and, you know, they're, they're doing a, a lot of the, a lot of the work uh, to, to, to get these kids on campus and, and, and keep them. Um, and so, uh, but, but it really all boils down to, to trust, you know, is, is this somebody that's going to be with me and, and, you know, throughout my time here on, on at this university, and is what they're saying is that actually what's going to come about? Uh, is that is that actually what what's going to happen? So, I think he has a good track record of that, um, and so I think a lot of people and a lot of families, a lot of parents, I think they I think they they trust Frank Frank Wilson. It's interesting you went there because I just, I wasn't leading you, but I kind of thought that maybe you would feel that way as well. Because I think that's one of the important areas here. Right or wrong or accurate or not, I kind of feel in the last 10 days or so, there's been sort of a social media battle, right? Notre Dame and, and other schools hiring their coaches, whether it's Oklahoma there as well. And the importance of saying it's about family and commitment. And, you know, I don't think it's coincidence of the videos of the players celebrating when they see that it's one of their own that's staying in coaching, whether it's UL or Notre Dame or whatever. And I think one of the most important things for Frank Wilson right now is to be able to, again, I'm not saying that the waters are ruffled or were troubled, but to calm the waters perhaps with head coaches and, and recruits because it's next Wednesday, the early signing period, Eric, to be able to say, Hey, I trust Brian Kelly. We are doing it right. Trust me. That's why I think even more important of trying to recruit players, I almost think is trying to keep what they have and to just try to, you know, say, hey, this hire means it's still LSU. We have a different head coach, but it's still LSU. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. I mean, hiring Frank, I mean, it, he, he can kind of help, uh, you know, Brian Kelly just get acclimated with Louisiana. Like, Brian Kelly, he doesn't, I mean, 
he doesn't know the lay of the land like like he, he probably should and will learn and 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 Frank Wilson can help help kind of bridge that gap and kind of um you know just just help him help him learn it and, and get to know the lay of the land a whole lot faster than he would you know if if he didn't have somebody who was already really you know engulfed himself in the state in recruiting so um it just it's just going to speed up his acclimation process to to getting to know these guys over here in Louisiana <coughs> Speak with Eric Alexander at EA underscore LSU Tiger, part of LSU Game Day Live, national champ and world champ as well. You know, just since the announcement to now, man, you've reached out, I'm sure, and you've gone back and forth with former players or people around the program, even maybe, you know, the the guys on LSU Game Day Live. What's been the sense overall, man? Uh, From what I can tell, the consensus has been that uh, Scott Woodward, Killed it on the hire, man. They think it was a, you know, it was it was a great hire. I mean, totally unexpected. I think most would agree with that as well. Uh, but you can't. I mean, you can't. You can't deny the resume, right? I mean, you can't deny the success that he's had at, at Notre Dame over the course of twelve years. Um, and you know, I think. So many people were surprised about it is because of that success that he's had in Notre Dame. It's like, why would he ever leave Notre Dame? You know, he's he, having 10 win seasons, you know, back to back to back to back. So why would he ever leave? So I, that's why I, I don't think Brian Kelly was on anybody's radar. But uh, from what I've gotten uh, from, from the guys I've talked to that's mm-hmm. been around a program that I've played with former players, that they re- are really excited about the hire. Uh, but now the pressure's on. Now, now Brian Kelly's going to have a lot of pressure on him to, to win because now people are expecting a 10-win season. I mean, I think it's, you know, regardless of if it's, um, if they, you know, if, if they should be or not or, or if it's realistic, that's what people are expecting um, because of the hire. So, it's you know, this job comes with a lot of pressure. No doubt. Um, one thing I also wanted to, to play for you here as well and get your reaction on it. it Brad Davis is going to coach, right, the bowl game coming up here on January 4th. And when he spoke over the weekend, he he was pretty emotional about it, Eric, and and and, and took this opportunity while it's a game, couple of weeks, as something as important. I want to play the, the cut real quick and then get your perspective on it. It's an honor. I mean, it, it speaks to, in my opinion, the university itself. Uh, you know, being, being from South Louisiana, I mean, you, you can talk about, you know, historically how things have been here, but yet I think it shows the progress that this, uh, that the state of Louisiana and the university itself has made. You think, you think about President Tate, uh, you think about me in this role, uh, it, it speaks to LSU being extremely progressive, uh, and, and that's something that I'm awfully uh, proud of. Um, I hope to, in this role, represent LSU uh, in a great light, uh, but also represent all, all, all young African-American coaches out there who are looking for this very opportunity. Um, it, it is a big deal. Uh, you know, I want to go out there and, and, and coach this team to success. I want to win this game. Uh, and more importantly, I think when I look back, I want to be proud of what I did in this role to, to not only help the young men in our program, uh, but, but help aspiring coaches, uh, you know, kids in North Baton Rouge who ride the transfer bus and, 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 and you know, may not see a way out. I, I was one of those kids and i'm here right now uh and and i tell you what with with uh you know utilizing the resources around you and you know having a praying mama you, you can be up here too it's easy you know what i mean so i got those things luckily eric you hear that and it's gonna be absolutely difficult to not be rooting for brad davis and 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 feel the energy i think you probably need for season after the way it's been and then knowing you don't play again to january 4th i i, I loved hearing that what did it mean to you to hear him say that yeah, I mean, I think, um, I, you know, I, I think Brad Davis's uh, aspiration is to possibly one day be a head coach, kind of, kind of like uh, Sam Pittman, the program that he left. You know, offensive line guy, and and got a chance to 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 become a head coach over at Arkansas. Um, so I think it's a great opportunity for him, although albeit you know a, a, a relatively short one as the interim head coach at LSU. But I think. That what he said in that conversation really shows you how important it is to him, and 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 he really wants to put his best foot forward and and do all he can to to just do do, do the best job he can in a role. Uh, I think that um, 
I think that it's 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 good that he he wanted the role and and he's embracing it and and I hope he does a good job. Um, yeah, I mean, he, like he he mentioned, he is representing you know African American coaches everywhere or or aspiring African American coaches. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know we 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 wish him well and I hope he does a good job. No doubt, and no doubt, being a Baton Rouge native and and all that stuff and playing there, I mean, it's it's it made you know it's one of those things that, uh, it it's got to mean something, and it does. It was just kind of nice to sort of hear that, uh, and and understand that while I think a lot of people look at it and go, oh, it's just a bowl game, just get over the season. For others, it is an opportunity, Eric, and it and it's why maybe the way LSU played and finished the season against A and M as we talked last week was important. What you putting on tape, right? I mean, every time you put on the pads and the helmet and you play, it's something. It's it, it's an audition for something, right? Right, absolutely. I mean, we were, when we were doing game day live, we came down to, you know, the last three weeks of the season, LSU needed to win two out of three, you know. Uh, they ended up losing to Arkansas, and they had to win the last two games. So just for them, you know, to be in this position of playing a bowl game, it is a blessing. It is. It is another opportunity for uh, to get better. It, it's an opportunity through the, out the, you know, the 12, 15, whatever, however many bowl practices for the younger kids to gain more experience. That's going to be vital, uh, vital in their careers. You know, in, in getting that start for for next year. Um, so it's go, it's going to be a good time for evaluation of the new coaches to to see some of the players that that are going to be returning next year. So. Um, yeah, it, it was very important for them to to make a bowl game, and hopefully they they make the most out of it. And they realize the opportunity that, that they have in front of them, and they go out and make the most out of it. Final thing for you in about thirty seconds, because I'm going to bring you back on. Obviously, would we get closer look at the bowls, and obviously on December thirty first we have the the national semifinals going. Bama, Cincinnati at first, just your gut feeling, and then also Georgia, Michigan. Yeah, I mean, I, I well, I mean, it's an opportunity for Cincinnati, right, to, to show that they belong. Um, you know, uh, I, I know there are a lot of people who think that Cincinnati doesn't doesn't deserve an opportunity to be, you know, in the Final Four. So, um, and they finally got that opportunity. So let's see, let's see. This will be a good test to see exactly where they are. Um, you know. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a tough draw, Alabama, um, and and I'm sure you know Nick's able to have those guys ready. So if we'll we'll, we'll see, this, this this will be a test to see if Cincinnati belongs in the Final Four. And I think I'm, I'm excited about Georgia, Michigan. Right? I mean, Michigan came out of nowhere. I mean, all the the crap that Harbaugh has taken over the years, he's finally kind of been redeemed this year. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be a pretty good ball game. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see, you know, Michigan style of football with you know different personnel settings that they use on offense because they're they're not a spread team, right? They use you know multiple tight ends, 21 personnel, you know, multiple running backs. So it's going to be interesting to see how they match up against that great defense from Georgia. Eric Alexander, as always, appreciate the time, sir. We'll talk again soon. All righty, man. Thank you. Have a good day. Yeah, for sure. At EA underscore LSU Tigers. The way to follow him on Twitter. Who that, John? I see you. Coming to you right out of the break. The Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. I want to swim away, but don't know how. Sometimes it feels just like I'm falling in the ocean. Let the waves up take me down. Let the hurricanes set in my... Sports betting is coming to Louisiana, and there's no better place to get in on the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook. To celebrate, we're giving you $100 in free site credit when you register early. That's right. Register and verify now, and you'll receive a free $100 bonus when we're live. FanDuel Sportsbook is safe, secure, and 100% legal and regulated. The app is easy to use. They're always hooking you up with great offers. And when you win, you'll get paid in as little as two hours. So see for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and register now to get $100 in free site credit. Must be 21 plus and present in Louisiana. 
Bonus issued a non-withdrawable site credit that expires seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Louisiana. Go live date. Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-877-770-STOP. In the aftermath of Hurricane Ida, it is obvious that our community has taken a big hit. As we all rebuild and come together in the best of ways, the way we do it in South Louisiana, helping our neighbors, family, and Especially local businesses, Home Attractor and John Deere would like to thank all of our customers for their business, supporting and understanding while we work through the damage with plans to be better than ever as a business and a community. Home Attractor is open for business and here to serve our community. We have new John Deere equipment to help get the work done. Home Attractor at the foot of the tunnel on the east side. Coco's Mexican Restaurant on Highway 1 in Raceland is open and ready to please you. They have daily lunch specials Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Mouth-watering Mexican food daily with delicious specialty dishes like coconut shrimp tacos, Baja fish tacos, plus try the trio burritos or a carne asada. Coco's Mexican has happy hour from 3 to 7 p.m. with two-for-one margaritas. Delivery service from waiters also available. They're located on Highway 1 in Raceland next to the post office. Coco's. For more than two decades, Reed's Metals has been providing metal roofing, steel buildings, and all the accessories for customers to buy direct and save. Reed's Metals specializes in on-job, sight-standing seam in over 20 colors, plus 26 and 29 gauge AZ-50 and AZ-55 Gavalume, backed by a 45-year written paint warranty and a 25-year warranty on acrylic-coated Gavalume. Buy direct and save Reed's Metals, located at 19 East Lincoln Drive, Northeast Brookhaven, or call 601-823-6516, online at reedsmetals.com. Can we talk? talk sports? Real sports. Give us a hot spoonful of your opinion. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Who that, John? Thank you for holding on, sir. Well, I spoke with Eric Alexander there. What you got for us today? What I got for you is a, a prediction. Mm-hmm. Um, if the Saints are healthy, and I just mean maybe uh, Elvin Kamara, maybe one tackle. The Saints going to run the table going to the playoffs with the momentum. You know why? Because I believe, maybe I believe him too much. I believe in Sean Payton. I still believe this is a veteran team. This is a veteran coaching staff. And even though they lost five straight, except maybe for one game, they have fought every single game to the last second with the roster that you have. That's going to help out in the long run. I, I know people are saying one out of five – they're not quit. They're not want like we as fans. We're worried about oh, getting a, them. These are players. They, they have they have family that that is watching them play. They have pride. They're not worried about next year's rookie. Right. They're trying to win the game. You know what I'm saying? So like we're still in it. Like I don't understand what the what the big what the big fuss is about. Yes, we lost five games in a row and we're still in the playoffs. That is something to play for. And Taysom Hill, yes, gives us the best chance to win. If he's going to tough it out like the tough sucker he is, I have nothing but respect, and I'm going to cheer him on every week until it's all season, until we figure the, the you know figure really figure it out. But for right now, right. we got Taysom, and we need to we need to get behind him and support him and watch this run. That's how I feel, John. I mean, I I don't disagree with anything you said because I mean I I'm half glad for. You know that. No, look, I mean, I, I will say this, though. Like I said, I, I, I like how somebody on Twitter put it, so I can find it again, uh, that responded to it. Where is it? Let me scroll. There it is. Kerry Adams on Twitter. Jets, Panthers, Falcons are winnable. I, I like that. I, I, I would say winnable. I, just with the injuries and what it is right now, I just have a hard time saying, hey, that's a win. Like I could say, like earlier in the year, with a, with a roster that was healthy in the way this defense was playing and the offense was scoring, or at least, you know, moving the football, I can say I, I, this should be a win or can be. Those games, Jets, Panthers, Falcons, I think they're winnable. And, and, and that's as far as I can go right now. But look, I, again, if you win three and you get to eight, that, that might get you the seventh spot, but you have to beat the, the Falcons and Panthers because right now they hold the tiebreaker on you because the Eagles also do as well. Now you did, you did beat Washington. They're not going to win the East. So it's, you know, you, you have to win three of those five, don't you, John? Well, you you have to win first. three of those you got, five. You got to win this first. We got to, we got to beat, I mean, that's the, you got to go one at a time. 
you gotta you gotta beat the Jets. I don't care if it's two to three. We got you gotta beat the Jets <laughs> first. They, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I don't care what the because they say the weather's gonna be bad. You I don't what? care if if Taysom you know just what? throws the ball three times like Meg Jones. We, we got. <laughs> right. I was just gonna go there. Who that? I was gonna say. I was just gonna go there. Who that, John? After watching a game yesterday where Mac Jones had two completions, three attempts, and you watched it, right? He had one pass. He had one pass until like the three-minute mark of the fourth quarter. (laughs) They won like one pass in the first half. He had one pass in the fourth quarter. So after seeing that, I'm not even going to remotely make fun of you if you think that the Saints could win three to two. <laughs> the Jets get a safety and somehow, some way the Saints can, well, I don't know if we'll get, how about four two? How about the Saints get two safeties? Cause I don't know if you're going to be able to kick field goals because the Saints can't find anybody to kick a field goal. You, you know? got a point. You got a point, Gus. It's always good talking <laughs> to you, Gus. Always good talking to you as well, man. Appreciate it. Thank you for the phone call. I'm going to take a break, and that way we can get to Randy from the West Bank and give him a few minutes, man, so he's not hurried before we wrap up today's show. It's question of the day, what you got for us. You got a few seconds. Give, it, give me give me a 30-second phone call. I can get a few in. Five games. Jets, Bucks, Dolphins, Panthers, Falcons. How many do you think the Saints can win in those next five? Sports Hangover continues next on ESPN New Orleans. Always speak critically. Teaming up to create a healthier community, Coastal Broadcasting and Thibodeau Regional Medical Center present Health Watch. Just as you put fuel in your car to drive from point A to point B, you need to put fuel in the form of food in your body to achieve peak performance. Good nutrition leads to increased recovery, high concentration, high confidence, and ultimately high performance. The first tip to good sports nutrition is increasing the number of times you eat per day. An example of a well-balanced day would include breakfast, a mid-morning snack, lunch, pre-practice snack, recovery snack, dinner, and an optional nighttime snack. This is helpful because the athlete may experience an increase in stabilized metabolism, maintain level blood sugars, receive constant energy and nutrients to muscles, prevent late night overeating, and ensure adequate calories throughout the day. Breakfast is your kickstart for the day to maintain focus, return blood sugars to normal, and be your best as early as possible. Some good breakfast foods may be a smoothie, peanut butter and jelly sandwich, apple slices with peanut butter, waffle with fresh fruit, egg and turkey sausage, or yogurt. Lunch sustains metabolism, stabilizes blood sugar, and assists in meeting caloric goals. Some good lunch options may be peanut butter sandwich, turkey club sandwich, grilled chicken salad, ham and cheese wrap, or grilled tuna with vegetables. Snacks fuel your body, provide energy before workout, keeps you focused all day, maintains stable blood sugar, and keeps you from overeating at any given meal. Some good snacks may be roasted nuts, cracker and pretzel mix, bananas, peanut butter, or yogurt with fresh fruit. Snacks play an important role in recovering nutrition, which means the body needs to refuel energy stores with carbohydrates, repair and rebuild muscle tissue with proteins, and rehydrate with water and electrolytes. Timing is everything when it comes to your recovery snack, so be sure to refuel your body within 30 to 60 minutes post-workout, practice, or game. If you have questions about nutrition before activity, snacks play an important role in recovering nutrition, which means the body needs to refuel energy stores with carbohydrates, repair and rebuild muscle tissue with proteins, and rehydrate with water and electrolytes. Please call the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional at 985 493 4502 or visit us at Thibodeau.com 985-493-4502 or visit us at Thibodeau.com Health Watch is a presentation of Coastal Broadcasting and Thibodeau Regional Medical Center. For more information on the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional call 985-493-4502 or visit Thibodeau.com Call 985-493-4502 or visit Thibodeau.com I rescued Toast from a shelter in 2011. I love Toast because she's a lazy diva. She's sleeping right now. 
She's so loving. She's so comforting. When I walked into the shelter, I knew right then that she was special. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. What would you say you do here? Sports. Sports. All day long. Hello, sports fans. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Welcome back. Sports Hangover. Thank you, Randy from the West Bank, for giving us a call. How are you today, sir? What's going on, Gus? How you doing, brother? Doing well, man. Give me some hope. What, what do we got here? Man, Gus. Man, I was listening. I wasn't even going to call in, man. But this <laughs> just bothers me so much. Okay. All these Saints fans, I understand you're a Saints fan. You want the Saints to win. Look, I, I want them to win. I believe, you know, I believe black and gold, just like everybody else. But at this point, Gus, you got five wins, okay? Mm-hmm. You you got a quarterback in either one of them that can't hit the ocean from a beach unless they're throwing it to the other team. Every weapon you got is gone. And you look at teams like the Jags and you look at teams like Houston, do you not want a top 10 draft pick to come and and, and – build your roster around? Do you not want a good draft pick? Do you want to throw away a top 10 pick to go beat the Falcons or beat the Jets? And even if you magically make it to the playoffs, what's going to happen when you got to go play a team like Green Bay, who Aaron Rodgers wants us because what we did to him week one, or you got to go play Tom Brady in Tampa, you're going to get embarrassed. You're going to get smoked. If you're a Saints fan, you want to lose every game left this year so you can get a top ten pick. I don't understand what's going on in people's minds, though. All right, all right. Here we go, Randy. Let me let me give you right now. Ready? Tankathon.com, sir, is the way you can look up stuff like this. Tankathon.com. Right now, currently, your 2022 NFL draft order. If the season ended today, Detroit's number one. Jacksonville, Houston, the Jets, the Jets again through Seattle at five, the Giants at six, uh, Giants at seven, Atlanta eight, Carolina nine, Minnesota 10, the New Orleans Saints 11. So that's where you are. Right. So, 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 so in your so, mind, we are within the, the top 10 pick range. Well, yeah, you just said we're 11, and the season's not done with. One of those teams is going to mess up and win a game because they actually have a quarterback and talent like the Saints don't right now. So by the time the season's over with, you lose out, which you're not going to try to. You're trying to win these games. But, you know, you got got punters throwing eight-yard passes. I mean, you know, you got – I got to do – I gotta check. I gotta check to see who's in the game and see who these people are because I don't even know who they are, Gus. So, I guess how about we look at it like this, Randy? How about you say, you know what? If you get into the post, I, I guess I, I can understand from this perspective. Do you think if the Saints make it into the playoffs, could they make noise? And at the end of the day, it's what you want, right? Do, do you legitimately, reasonably? have a shot to make noise. And I think they're not beating the Cardinals and Packers, and I know they beat them. The Packers didn't show up. I mean, I, I'm i not looking at that game going, I can go beat Green Bay again. I, I just am not not with the offense and stuff they got now. Um, I think Tampa Bay is better. I know the Saints beat them. I think Tampa Bay is better. Dallas showed you they're better. I don't think they did beat the Rams. They beat Washington. And they I think could probably play with the Niners. That's that's the playoffs, the bottom half. But that's to your to your point. Getting out of the top ten and all that, I, I would say this, man. Let's see how it happens. If you don't win games, you'll be picking in a top ten. I do think the Saints, though have shown a propensity, and I would almost say it's part of their drafting DNA, Randy. They tend to move up. They tend to, you know, try. They tried to move in the top five this year for a corner, if you believe the reports, even though Sean says he didn't. So I don't think, Randy, that them trying to get in the playoffs, and let's be honest, you'd rather be in than not because you never know. 
And I do think for them, that's their profession. That's what motivates them. That's why you play injured. That's why you're doing it. So, and, and you said it, that they're not going to tank. It's just, you know, it is what it is. But I think if the Saints make it to the wild card, lose in the first round, pick 15, 16, that's five, six spots away, Randy. With the needs this team has at receiver, the needs this team at maybe has at, you know, line, quarterback, defensive line, I, I don't think they would not move up a few spots to go do so. This year, when they were in their 20s, they tried to make calls to move into the top five. So, Randy, I think wherever they are at the end of the season, in in the 10, the next 10, or the final 10, I think the Saints are an aggressive organization when it comes to the draft. So I wouldn't be too worried about whether or not. Now, I understand what you're saying. If you're in the top 10 or top 5, you have one reserved for you, right? This is a difference than trying to call for reservations than knowing that a table's reserved. I understand that. Well, look, let me let me just say this real quick. If you're the Saints and you're trying to move up in a draft like they did last year, it's a whole lot easier trying to move up from 10 or 11 into the top five than it is from 20-something to the mm-hmm. top five. That's why they couldn't do it. So if you're sitting there at 10 or 11 or even 9, you know, you can move up three or four spots. It's hard to move up 15 spots. And I say this, Gus, I mean, just give me your own personal opinion. Do you want to see our New Orleans Saints in the playoff in a wild card round go on the road and get embarrassed? Well, I mean, have you watched watched some of the games this season? It's already no. I hear you, man. Look, it's already been happening again. Though i I'd rather be talking about a playoff game and getting some wins over the next couple of weeks than literally, you know, trying to tell you why we should watch Pels or soccer or something. You understand what I'm saying? Look, we only got five weeks, man, and then we have to go like six months without football. So I I, I understand. (laughs) I'm just looking. Look, we haven't looked forward to it. To it. and it's a good thing that we haven't looked forward to the draft in a while. But in this quite year, some time. I know. It shows I know. You, you lost all the depth on the team. You got so many spots you need to fill. So many I holes. Know. You need a good draft, Gus. I'm I, looking forward to look, the draft. I, I'll say this, man. Thank you, Randy. Appreciate the phone call, man. I, I look at it like this, and I keep bringing it up, and it's something that I will continue to bring up once a day, just to kind of keep, get ourselves familiar with it here, as we wrap up and get ready. To hand it over to Matt Moscone and after further review, no doubt, Frank Wilson coming back to LSU, resigning as McNeese head coach. 